Aku Ojumo. <laughs> that is the greeting from the Yoruba people in Nigeria. This is your host, M.O., welcoming you all to the Global News Update, today being the 6th of May, 2020. If you're on Twitter, I have put on the description section of this podcast a link to all the various cities that heard our podcast yesterday. Do feel free to check it out. Too long a list to read. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with Orata Consulting Group, a brain trust supporting governments, public and private sector in the adoption of emerging technologies across Africa. So, Africa, I gotcha. And we're not in any way going to leave out any of our families that live all over the world. So today, we will focus on African families and people of color who are currently taking the biggest brunt of the COVID-19 crisis in the US of A. But for now, Let's get to our business of the day and find out what's happening from various news agencies in today's. From headlines from BBC News at 4.07 p.m. today. This is BBC News. The PM has admitted he bitterly regrets the situation in the country's care homes. In his first Prime Minister's questions opposite Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer, Boris Johnson said the UK death toll was appalling and promised to increase testing to 200,000 a day by the end of this month. Government sources later clarified he was referring to lab capacity, not individual tests. In the Commons, the Labour leader said it wasn't good enough. At least 29,427 people in the UK have now lost their lives to this dreadful virus. That's now the highest number in Europe. It's the second highest in the world. That's not success or apparent success. So can the Prime Minister tell us how on earth did it come to this? Nicola Sturgeon has confirmed that the lockdown in Scotland will continue for at least another three weeks. The First Minister added that the drop in the total number of deaths per week from 658 to 523 is the first in Scotland since the pandemic began. Heathrow Airport's boss has warned tens of thousands of aviation jobs will be lost if the government doesn't come up with a plan for the industry. John Holland Kay said countries like France and Germany see aviation as fundamental and implied that wasn't the case in the UK. They are looking to, to outmaneuver the UK as we come through this crisis economically. They want to have international aviation diverting through Charles de Gaulle and Frankfurt, not through Heathrow. That is their game. And if we don't take the right steps here as the UK to protect the long-term success of our economy, and particularly the aviation sector, then we will be giving up a huge national advantage we have today. The EU Commission says Europe is experiencing its biggest economic shock since the Great Depression. It says all of the economies in the EU 27 will shrink and Greece will suffer the most. Professor Neil Ferguson, whose advice to the Prime Minister led to the UK lockdown, won't face any further action by police over his breach of social distancing rules. Scotland Yard said his behaviour was plainly disappointing, but said it wouldn't issue a fine because he'd taken responsibility by resigning. And finally... Singer Millie Small has died at the age of 73 after suffering a stroke. Her 1964 song, My Boy Lollipop, was a big hit here and in the US. It was the first by a Jamaican artist to sell more than a million copies. That's the latest from BBC News. From Sky News at 4.23pm today. 
from the Sky News Centre at two. Boris Johnson says the government will want to get going with some measures aimed at easing the lockdown from Monday. The Prime Minister insists the reason he's planning to update us on Sunday, when the House of Commons isn't sitting, is to do with data. He'll address MPs on the plans a day later. The Health Secretary says the actions of a government science advisor were extraordinary and it's right for him to resign. Professor Neil Ferguson breached the lockdown by allowing a woman to visit his home. That's despite previously urging the government to impose restrictions. Matt Hancock says he was speechless when he found out. The first I heard about this was when I read it in the uh, newspapers, but clearly the social distancing rules are there for everyone and they're incredibly important and they're deadly serious. And the reason is because they're the means by which we've managed to get control of this virus. Weekly figures show the number of people dying from coronavirus in Scotland has fallen for the first time. 523 deaths were registered in the week to Sunday, down by 135 on the previous seven days. First Minister Nicola Sturgeon says a large amount of those who've lost their lives were living in care homes. In the most recent week, however, 59% of all deaths linked to the virus happened in care homes. Uh, while that is a deeply distressing figure, it is nevertheless important to note that the number of deaths in care homes also reduced last week compared to the week before. Britain's busiest airport's going to try out temperature screening technology to monitor people for signs of COVID-19. Other, me other measures at Heathrow could include UV sanitation to quickly cleanse the trays at security. In other news, Rory Stewart is no longer going to stand in the London mayoral election, which has been postponed until next year. The former Conservative minister was running as an independent. And the Army veteran Captain Tom Moore has been awarded a gold blue Peter badge. He's raised more than £30 million pounds for the NHS walking laps of his garden. That's the latest. I'm Annie Green. From CNBC Tech Check at 10.10pm 10, 10 yesterday. I'm Kate Rooney and here's your CNBC Tech Check. WeWork co-founder Adam Newman is suing SoftBank for terminating a $3 billion tender offer to the office sharing startup's shareholders. The tender offer was part of a $9.6 billion rescue financing package that SoftBank agreed to with WeWork in October and gave it control of the company. In April, SoftBank said it wouldn't continue with the tender offer because several preconditions had not been met. German digital bank N26 has raised an additional $100 million in funding as it braces for economic uncertainty from the coronavirus pandemic. The company, backed by Peter Thiel's Valor Ventures and Chinese tech giant Tencent, has now raised $770 million to date. N26 is one of several online banks that have flourished in Europe. Chinese internet and software company Kingsoft is spinning off its cloud division and listing in the U.S. despite the uncertainty in the markets. Kingsoft Cloud will be valued between $3.4 billion and $3.8 billion. The listing comes amid a tough stock market environment and as scrutiny of Chinese listings in the U.S. intensifies following revelations of fraud at Chinese coffee chain Luckin Coffee. That's it from the West Coast. We'll see you back here tomorrow. From Bloomberg First Word at 12.34 p.m. today. President Trump is ramping up his push to reopen the country. He says Americans should begin returning to their everyday lives, even if that leads to more sickness and death from the pandemic. The president spoke in Phoenix. He may disband the White House task force that has been steering the government's response to the outbreak. 
A grim milestone for the UK, its coronavirus death toll has now surpassed Italy's. That makes it the worst hit country in Europe. There are more than 29,000 confirmed coronavirus deaths. In the UK, Prime Minister Boris Johnson ordered a national lockdown at a later stage than other countries. And another sign of how the coronavirus has brought the economy to a sudden halt. Factory orders in Germany plunged 15.6% in March. That's the most since data collection began almost three decades ago. Germany is a manufacturing powerhouse and it's been especially affected by factory closures, supply chain disruptions and a lack of demand. And Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg has been hospitalized. The court says that she has a benign gallbladder condition and won't be released for a day or two. Bader is 87 and is the oldest justice on the court. She plans to take part in two arguments today that are being conducted by telephone. Global News, 24 hours a day on air and on Quick Take by Bloomberg, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Rishka Gupta. This is Bloomberg. From DW News Brief at 2 p.m. today. This is DW News and these are our top stories. Germany is taking steps to reopen the economy and further ease restrictions on public life. Anti-coronavirus bans could be reimposed, though, should new COVID-19 infections spike again. Germany's industrial orders for March have by declined by more than 15 percent, the lowest level in decades. Demand has slowed both domestically and internationally due to the global pandemic. The mechanical and engineering sectors felt the biggest impact. Schools have reopened in China's Hubei province, the ground zero of the pandemic, for the first time since January. Senior students with upcoming exams are the first to return. The UK and the US have begun negotiations on a free trade agreement. They plan to work quickly to counter the hit that the pandemic is having on their economies. Supporters of the UK's departure from the EU have argued that striking a deal will boost the post-Brexit economy. This is DW News from Berlin. You can follow us on Twitter as well, at DW News, and visit. Okay, so there we are. Those are some of the stories from around the world. Now, this is the part that you all wait for. Africa, I gotcha. So sadly, we've learned that through an accurate rate of infections among African-Americans is at a national level that is not yet clear. Apparently, some communities are reporting high and alarming levels among their respective populations. So, for example, in St. Louis, in early April, for example, statistics showed that African Americans accounted for 64% of coronavirus cases, even though the blacks only make up 45% of that population. At the same time, in New York, African Americans were 28% of the death, although there were only 22% of the population there. So I have included the link to this full story um, that has been compiled by four Catholic bishops living in the States. We are working on increasing our reach through more platforms and devices. But in the meantime, um, of course, we'll keep informed as that happens and the new devices or the new areas where we're reachable on become available. But as always, remember, stay home. Stay safe, stay alive.
do not, and I repeat, (laughs) sorry, do not, and I do repeat, don't go outside. Don't receive visitors too. Social distancing is still key. Wear a mask, but if you're going to wear it, wear it properly. Cover your nose and your mouth. It is extremely essential. So this is Emil saying, Africa, I gotcha. Do share as correct information is powerful and essential. Till tomorrow, take care. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with Orata Consulting Group, a brain trust supporting governments, public and private sector in the adoption of emerging technologies across Africa.